0: Now here
1: 's your host, Chris Cooper. Hi, this is Chris Cooper and a big welcome to the Business Elevation Show on Voice America. It's just lovely to be back with you again for yet another week. And I think we've got an exciting show today. We're, we're going to talk about uh, a fabulous new book. It's called um, Play the Game, How to Win in Today's Changing Environment. Uh, and before we go into the book, I want to say a, a big thank you to... My guest last week, to Brandon Hatton, we talked about conscious wealth, uh, and if you want to, uh, you want sort to of answer those questions about, you know, how much money is enough? Um, what am I going to do with my money? How am I going to make a? a bigger contribution to the world, and where do I put it, et cetera, uh, then uh, you're going to find that show really, really helpful. And, and thank you to um, people who, over the last couple of weeks, have given me feedback on some of the recent shows. People love the show with Clint Pulver. If you've not listened to that one, Clint is probably one of the best storytellers I've ever come across. He was an America's Got Talent drummer uh, and uh, an expert on employee retention. Um, people also um, love the show with Paul Downs, which has um, really helped us to understand uh, things like sovereign or sovereign wealth funds. And um, people still often mention the the show with Thomas Campbell on consciousness. But what we aim to do on this show is to bring you, uh, bring you experts, thought leaders, and um, people that can help us to elevate our thinking and make a bigger contribution. There's a lot of challenges right now out there in the world. You'll be feeling them yourself right now. Uh, some say the world's in a crisis. And you know, what we aim to do is bring to you people who can help your thinking and help put you into a really productive space with lots of ideas and inspiration. And um, this, this show, therefore, and this book, uh, Play the Game, um, which was uh, created and facilitated really by Adam Strong, um, I think is really, really unusual. And what um, Adam has done is brought together um, some exceptional, um, game-changing leaders, in his own words. Um, I'm a little bit embarrassed, slightly by that, as I'm one of them. Um, but this book, I think, um, enables you to access the thoughts and the thinking of a number of different thought leaders, and and provides uh, inspiration and motivation. Um, you know, real kind of smorgasbord of um, different ideas and thoughts that can help you when you're feeling maybe plateaued or a bit stuck in your business. In your life, I mentioned Adam. Adam Strong is a past show guest. He's got an incredible background. He's a productivity, corporate productivity expert, an entrepreneur. He's um, an athlete. He's even um, spent three years running with Mo Farah. If you've um, heard of uh, Mo, and he's a speaker, a trainer, and um, as he brought together, as I mentioned, had this idea to bring together these um, these thought leaders to contribute a chapter. Uh, to uh, to this book. Now the book launched on October the twentieth. It's already looking like an international bestseller. Uh, so do do check it out at all good bookstores. Um, and we've also got besides Adam, we've got Branka van der Linden, uh, Harun Dennis, and and Carol Vermulen today. So I'm going to share a little bit about each of those. Branka originates from Serbia, considers C- Cyprus now her home. Uh, she supports various um, uh, non governmental organisations. She developed the codfish. Productivity methods. She's the founder of Meaningful Synergies. And, uh, and she's a chapter called Self-Healing. Then we've got Haroon Danis. Um, he travels the globe, and he's not um, locked down um, with his franchise business, Skin HQ. He's an award-winning, disruptive entrepreneur, best-selling published author, a specialist in scaling businesses, he's won lots and lots of awards, including a company of the year. And he wrote a chapter on franchising. So we're going to talk a little bit about his experience from HQ. Syner- Skin HQ and franchising. And then we've got some, um, not um, last but very much not least, we have Carol Moulen from South Africa, beautiful town of Cape Town. And he's an accredited international coach, a business owner, published author of, of Do You Want to Be an Entrepreneur, and co author of Finding Your Moment of Clarity. Uh, he's the creator of the KV brand and founded Success Growth Academy. And he's going to share today a secret link for you to generate some exceptional sales success. So, a big welcome to my guest today. Welcome.
2: Oh, Everybody thank there. you. Thank you very much.
3: Oh.
1: are <laughs> welcome, nice. Good to see you. Good to good to hear, hear from you. I've seeing you too.
3: <laughs> so, i start with, us.
1: Yeah, you're welcome. You're welcome. So, I'm going to start with Adam if that's okay. Look, Adam, how proud are you feeling today? To pull, pull this off.
4: <laughs> well, listen, I mean, this is my third published book and I mean, I'm super proud because I think, you know, one thing that I recognize, Chris, right, especially in the world that it is today, right, is that we all have desires. All of us have desires. That would be uh, your listeners that are listening into the radio show right now and uh, the desires of all of our co-contributing authors, desires to, of happiness, success, fulfillment, the, the wanting to serve and add value to people, um, but One thing that I really wanted to leverage is the power of collaboration. You know, why can't we all collaborate in moving towards something which is of similar, um, you know, goal and mindset and aspiration? Why can't we do that? And so are people at the same time. So I hope that kind of makes sense, Chris, but it's great to be back here on the show. I love uh, Voice of America and uh, it's great to be back on here.
1: You're welcome. It's great. And I think it's, um, I think you initiated something special here, you know. Myself, it's really interesting. I've written a chapter, and uh, not having read the full book before, I uh, I, I, I contributed that. And uh, what I, f- I find is really interesting is where, whereas you know, a book maybe the thoughts of one or two authors pulling in various bits of research, we've got a number of different styles, haven't we, in this book? And and, and different you know different subjects and ideas covered, and I think you get something unique you know some of those styles you'll love some of them they might not quite sit with your style but but there's a just a whole lot of different thoughts and seeds and ideas some you know some of the people's best stuff really
4: yeah I absolutely agree and I, and I think what 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 I love about this book in particular is that yes it creates you know it, it covers a diversity of different topics you know um, and, and and that's what I love about it and now there are lots of books which are Should we say you know kind of more kind of co-collab types of books with lots of different authors? But one thing that I really didn't want is is a book just full of stories because yes, stories are great, right? People love stories, but you know, for you the listener or for you the reader, we have to be mindful about what is it going to do for you, what is it going to do for the reader. We really wanted to, I really wanted to tap into some of the thought leaders and some of the contributing authors and say, you know what? Yes, I want you to tell your story, but i i I want to have, I want our readers to feel like they can come away from the book and say, "I've got this strategy," or "I've got this epiphany," or "I've I've got I, I've I've had some great golden nuggets," right? And I can go away and implement that into my own business. So that's what I really wanted. That was my vision for the book.
1: Excellent. I'm going to move to Branka now. I mean, why? Why do you think the world needs this book right now?
3: Well, once more, hello, Voice America. Hi, Chris. This is Branka van der Linden dialing in from Cyprus. Why does the world needs this book? Well, let's just say that um, I had the opportunity to send the copy to Zambia, to India, to South Africa, to Serbia, to Northern Cyprus, and all the feedback I got is, wow, there's some excellent tips there. And I think that the world needs this book right now because it addresses empathy, it addresses new skills that every thought leader should have in this new normal, in this new after COVID business.
1: It's uh, yeah, well, it's it's great that you're getting that sort of sort of feedback. But what what made you um, respond to um, to Adam's suggestion here, rather than say have your 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 name on the on the front of the book, because I think some of us, have a number of us here have written books before. But what made you decide you wanted to be a part of this?
3: Right. Well, it, it's a funny story, actually, how I met Adam. Uh, he was doing a masterclass for Global Women Club. And this is a club from London, and it's all over the world. And uh, it uh, connects women entrepreneurs who need some uh, leadership skills and who needs a boost in their businesses. And then Adam is a um, experienced entrepreneur came and just told us his story and it was really so powerful we connected afterwards he reached out and um yeah his his invitation to contribute was quite unexpected but very precise and i felt like it's part of a tribe and when adam talks about power of tribe in the book and on his postcards and on the clubhouse it's really something that invites us to be the game changers to lead the change and not just to expect the change
1: yeah. Yeah. Fantastic. And I, I love that, you know, why Adam um, created this book and, uh, and the way that he is, he has coordinated all of us together. I remember him mentioning to me, so oh, there's one chapter left. I'm thinking, mm, you yeah. hey, is there really only one chapter left? And, uh, and there was, cause I think by Monday that was it. The, the uh, the, uh, the, uh, the sort of draw the gates had been drawn and, uh, and anybody else who wanted to contribute couldn't because, um, it was, uh, you pull that, that, that crowd of experts together to do it. Now, um, Haroon, thank you, um, Branka. Haroon, why, why did you contribute to this? And you know, you're this kind of maestro behind this, this um, brand, Skin HQ. Um, what was your feeling about collaborating on this, this venture? And why, why did you want to do it, really? Because uh, obviously you're obviously very busy with,
5: with what you're doing. Thanks for, thanks for having me on the show, Chris. And uh, uh, hello to all the listeners on uh, Voice America. Yes, you're right Chris. I, I am busy, but I really feel um this period that we've just gone through over this last 18 months has just been um, such an, an incredible time in business and it's just been quite extraordinary um some of the times that we've gone through and some of the opportunities actually that have um, have become available from all of the change in the in the business landscape and you know obviously it's it's like kind of a once in a lifetime, hopefully, type of situation that's just happened. And, um, and we, as a business, we, we found a way to really, really expand from you know, five locations to now 37 locations uh, in three different uh, continents within 18 months through the, the pandemic. So that was really quite a unique story. And I really believe in, um, by sharing that story, um, there'll be so many other people out there with uh, similar opportunities that could maybe take advantage of some of the things I've learned along the way.
1: That's fantastic! Fantastic, and I think you make um, a good point. There's a lot. There's a lot going on, isn't there? I, w- I was facilitate to have a, a group um, called the Elevation Collective that I, I facilitate, and last night we were just talking about. Um, you know, we have all kind of got a lot of things going on that are quite small, which involve ourselves. I mean, they're small in that they they're impacting us directly rather than necessarily the rest of the, the world. But uh, then we've got our businesses going on. Some of those small things with impacts of how we're feeling due to the pandemic, et cetera. And then on top of that, we've got an enormous amount of change going on in the world right now, you know, from, from climate change, you know, from equality. And we've got the, it's over here in this UK Brexit, we've got politics, we've got you know, different leadership um, battles going on around the globe and, uh, uh, and therefore there's a lot going on to think about, isn't there? And I wonder, I wonder you know, Carol, d- does this book, do you think it, um, it can help maybe ground us and deal with some of those things that are going on in our heads right now uh, through drawing upon the, the wisdom of others?
2: I certainly believe so, Chris. Thank you very much for having me on your show, and thank you to each and every listener that's tuned in to Voice America. <clears throat> One of my philosophies in life is that doesn't matter who you are, you know, uh, what status you are in life. You know, you can, living on the streets, you can be a, a multimillionaire. We can all learn from each other. <clears throat> Excuse me, I've got some phlegm in my throat here. And when Adam asked me to to, to join, uh, if I want to participate in this book, I just jumped on it because that's also one of my my values is that it's collaboration, just like Adam said previously in the beginning of our discussion. And because we... Um, this book has so much weight of 18 different entrepreneurs, business owners, people who make a change in their environment. This book is so grounded, and it can—I really believe that it can impact wherever whoever is picking up this book.
1: Hmm. And, and I think that's you know we're you know, we're, represent, we're, we're representing you know, Boyce and I, is obviously, an American kind of uh, network, but it goes out to over 50 countries. And I think what I love about talking with all of you and, and also um, and many of the other contributors to the book, this is a very international book, isn't it? You're there in beautiful Cape Town. I'm imagining you're sitting on top of Table Mountain right now. I don't know why. Uh,
2: <laughs> yeah, I wish, I wish.
1: <laughs> <laughs> um, but, but, you know, it, it, this, it, the issues that we're feeling around the world, there's great commonalities, isn't there?
2: Absolutely. You know, if I could just take in South Africa, you know, Harun has mentioned um, all the changes that's happening in the last 18 months. You know, um, I, I was doing a bit of research, you know, and I was, I was shocked to learn, you know, that over 3,000 businesses in South Africa low in the last year has closed down, you know, and our, our unemployment rate has shot up at 34.4%, which is the highest in the world. You know, if you take that with the 60 million population of South Africa, according to stats, South Africa um, that was released in August 2020, that means that a staggering 8.4 million people are currently unemployed, has been laid off mm-hmm. because of businesses that closed down, you know. And are, um, um, small business owners, uh, entrepreneurs, are the, these people are the backbone of an economy now, if we can just bring out one percent of the game changers, you know, to 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 the, the staggering unemployed people in our country, and I believe in all the uh, the representatives in other countries as well. Just imagine what will that do for their moral, their self confidence, you know, and how that's going to boost uh, the economy. And that's why I truly really believe that this book is a revolutionary book. It's a life changing. Book because all the concepts in here it it touches all the different aspects of entrepreneurship and and business and and how you can really have a different look on what's happening in in each and everybody's life at the moment.
1: I, I think that's really really helpful to point out in the, the the need right now, and uh, I hadn't realized that unemployment got quite so high in in South Africa. Um, yeah, yeah. So you know, there's there's an opportunity for people right now to be studying these kinds of things and materials and uh, listening to podcasts like uh, Adam's and, and, uh, and this one uh, to kind of pick up ideas to be able to step up. I mean, Adam, uh, what's, um, what's the environment like in Cyprus right now? Is he there?
4: Oh, sorry. Um, I'm not in <laughs> Cyprus at the moment. I'm actually in Sweden at the moment, Billy. Where
1: are you? <laughs> <laughs> oh, you do Cyprus and Sweden then. I didn't realise you're exactly. in Sweden. Exactly.
4: I, I tend to navigate between Cyprus, Sweden, or the UK. It's, um, it's kind of like the Bermuda Triangle in a way, right? Um, <laughs> and, and, <laughs> do you know what I mean? It's kind of like, oh, where do you find Adam today type of thing? But um, no, I'm in Sweden at the moment. So, um, but yeah, I mean, and uh, I know that we had another contributing author, Stefan Tonen, who is in the HR field. He's he's uh, Swedish, so he's he represents Sweden as well so uh, yeah um but listen i i totally get what carol was 100% saying um but yeah and and he and he puts up a good point you know the whole point of this book really it's not just to just to read it to be inspired but to feel empowered to do something right because at the end of the day you could you you you've got we've all got choices in life We have the choice to either number one let fear uh, conquer us, or we can get off our asses and do something about it. Whether it be to you know, whether it be to move our business to the next level, whether it's to start a business. Whether it's I mean, I believe in entrepreneurship. I believe in business. I believe it is a great vehicle to enhance and help people. At the end of the day, you know, I've been an entrepreneur for thirty years, as you know, Chris. Um, But I think this book really represents. You know what? Um, the whole kind of like I'm, I'm re- you know, I, I interviewed uh, Evan Carmichael yesterday on the podcast, uh, and we talked about how um, how you know elevate how leaders should kind of you know represent themselves to kind of serve people. How to, you know we're kind of in that arena of the more that you serve people, Chris, the more that you um, the more that you help people, the more to serve people, the more that you help yourself. You know, yeah. um, and because, you know, I believe that society, you know, as is, is, is conditioned as we as we become, s- some of us can be very driven on money. But if you're driven just specifically on creating wealth and money, you're going to become a very measurable and lonely person. You know what I mean? So, um, you know, if you've got a higher purpose in life, if we look at millennials, if we look at young people today, you know, they are applying for jobs based on not the amount of money, not the salary that they're earning, but they want to be part of a tribe. They want to be part of a culture that excites them. They want to be part of something which effectively is bigger than themselves. Does that make, se- self, uh, make sense, Chris? Uh,
1: absolutely. I think what um, you know this uh, dovetails nicely into talking about with Branka actually, um, because uh, her chapter is on self healing, and I think what you what i'm getting from what you're saying this there's an element to, which is really important about who you're being as well as as well as the doing and uh i do believe kind of you know sometimes you you may may plan but the quality of what comes out is linked to your your level of consciousness and i think this um this book can help you help you nudge that consciousness on uh, and help you plan maybe from a higher level having taken taken some wisdom and yeah um tribes are we all want to feel like we're part of something and a movement, and and basically we've got to stand up, we've got to step up right now, haven't we? The world is at a at a really pivotal point, and it's it's time for us all. It's not a dress rehearsal anymore. It's about standing up. So, Branka, you, you were um you earned the title of of woman to look up to in 2021, which I think is a great um a great title, and your contributions about self healing for success, and uh, and for me. I think of self-healing, it's about, you know, dealing with some of the issues we maybe got in the past and, and releasing the baggage such that we can then you know, move forward um, at, at a greater, greater sort of pace. So tell us a little bit about self-healing and, and maybe you could even mention a nice metaphor about walking in the sea.
3: Thank you, Chris, for that. Well, yeah, um, Chester Elton, who did the foreword for this book, he said you won't relate to every journey in this book, and he's totally uh, right about it, but it says that you'll find a lesson of living a life with purpose and passion, and this is what I wanted to communicate through my chapter. So self-healing for me is having a difficult conversations with ourselves and just uh, re-examining of where we are on our path, on our journey, what do we want from life? And for our audience, I I have just one simple question, and that is, what are your sources of inspiration? Because I cannot tell you whether this book will be aha moment for you, whether it will serve your purpose, but I know it did for me, because Carol was saying that everything is in the feeling, and he talks about secret ingredients and manifestation, and Michael Robinson talks about clarity of communication, which we all need to have as a skill nowadays. Also... We have Hillary talking about quality assurance and process improvement and Heather who dropped the 20 years of accountancy and became a mobile coffee bar owner. So it's really, really very diverse stories and diverse personalities. And then Adam was very brave to put us all together. And yet, even if we agreed on what we are going to talk about and write about, the book wouldn't be any smoother. So how it helped me is that I extracted all the titles and all the headings of this book and made them my daily mantra. And self-healing is not something you do and you stop. It's a process, it's an ongoing process, just like lifelong learning and networking is. And um, you mentioned the metaphor that I was talking about in the book. And yes, indeed, it's a metaphor about us and, and humans. Like we, def- the, we tend to forget that we are human beings and not human doings. So when you run into the sea, And what happens? The sand just commodes and you can't see your feet. And sometimes all it takes is for you to take a break, to take a step backwards, just to stay still and do nothing. And many Mm. people cannot pinpoint when was the last minute they did nothing. So in this uh, case, when you see through the sea, you suddenly see this clarity. And this is what self-healing is all about.
1: Mm. Yeah, I, I like I like that. I like that. Um, I like that. And we 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 all we all have uh, you know from time to time self healing to do. It's kind of an ongoing process, isn't it? And uh, I, I just think those you know those moments that you can take the time just to stop. Um, we had a bit of a, you know laugh last week, um, and well, it was a laugh, but uh, I had a, quite a disorganised moment in organising the the interview last week and <laughs> I'd, I'd come back the week before some of the most amazing volume of feedback I think I've ever had in my in my life and then I, then the reality hit that's even the small things uh the small things are important and and I but you know I'd, I'd lost a little bit of focus and I then needed to sort of reflect and get myself back in balance with a bit of meditation to uh to help me deal with it so I think it's, a, it's an ongoing process that isn't it
3: Yes, this is what the message is all about, and I think that the readers will see that uh, at different days they will relate more to different chapters. It's like a handbook self help manual that can just give you a boost of inspiration when you need it on different sectors and yeah. in different industries
1: i like that I'm grateful that you shared some of the other kind of components of the of the book um because I think that um you know that that all of that symphony of different ideas you know is, is coming together into something really quite special and there'll be elements at different times that uh, will, will really mean something to people and, and there's also maybe you know it's a book that you maybe read several times at different times during your your life and your career to to pick up the next little seeds of of, of in, and ingredients of messages that are really right for you at the time. So we're going to go to commercial break now. And after the commercial break, I'm really looking forward to talking to Haroon um, about, um, about his lessons of, of um, you know, how you take a, a small shop idea into a global brand, as Haroon's doing with Skin HQ. And then we'll chat with, with Carol as well. And Carol's got you know some real wisdom and insight about, about something that is really important when it comes to um, your your sales success. I would say success in life. And then we'll, we'll also um, we'll have a chat with Adam as well about um, his, ch- his chapter and some of the, the ideas and wisdom that he's got to share. Um, so do join us after the break. Do keep a, a pen and a piece of paper with you as well to make any notes. We'll be back with you again in just a couple of minutes. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit facebook.com forward slash voice america.
0: Email info at bemoreachievemore.com to arrange a free, no-obligation consultation to see how Chris and his team can help you.
1: Hi, this is Chris Cooper. Welcome back to the Business Elevation Show. Delighted to be talking about play the game today, how to win in today's changing environment. And we've got Branka van der Linden. We've got Adam Strong, Haroon Dennis. We've got uh, Carol Vermeulen. Uh, and we're, we're representing a number of different uh, countries here today because this is very much uh, an international collaborative pro- um, project. So I'm delighted to, to talk to Haroon now because, Haroon, you created Skin HQ. Uh, tell us a little bit about what it is, and uh, maybe you can also, we can blend that with your experiences about um, how a business can start from just a single, maybe small shop or unit, and then one day, as is happening with Skin HQ, becomes a, a global brand.
5: Yeah, sure, Chris. Um, well, yeah, that's, that's exactly what it was, a single, a single unit started in Manchester. It's skin HQ is a skin clinic that offers treatments to help people take care and maintain healthy skin. So it it was launched in early 2017, and it was just that a a small clinic. And, you know, natural progression in a business, you know, when you stop being um, so functional and you start giving people uh, accountability to take care of the the location, you take a step back and then you get multiple locations slowly but surely. So that's what we did. But then uh, I guess kind of due to the pandemic and just having that little break, we we suddenly just found ourselves much more agile and we we had the opportunity to make some really big changes and i guess in business that's what you do you you, you try to understand how the market will change and and you know luckily for us we realized that our market would would strongly benefit um, from the outcome of this pandemic people are much more interested in looking after themselves so they can look better and feel better as well to adapt to the change in the market so industries like the one we are in, which is the beauty industry, is uh, um, directly benefits from that. So, yeah, we, we launched the franchising then. And, um, I mean, in this kind of supercharged time of change, uh, we had thousands of inquiries um, very quickly. But, you know, I, I, one of the reasons why I'm talking about the, um, our story in the book, is just be, mainly because this is such a unique time um but I guess the unique chime really helps you take a step back and really uh, look at things uh, outside the box and we could have actually done this uh, earlier, but um due to the to the to the stop that we had in our business, it really make, made us uh kind of focus so I guess uh, anyone who has a business um which is starts from a small shop or a small unit or a small base and uh, as long as it can run. With without them there, then um, they can they can expand that, and there are so many people out there that are looking for business opportunities in tried and tested models that can uh, that can generate income, um, who who may not have their own ideas as well and are happy to use somebody else's ideas that work. So the franchising model has been great for us. I think um, franchising in general has done really really well post this pandemic, and. Um, I mean, yeah, that, that, that's our story.
1: Fantastic. Um, I see parallels. I remember um, one of the conversations I had with uh, Dr. Ivan Meisner, I think Branka knows him well too, um, who founded uh, BNI, the networking organization. I remember him saying that he, he got three mastermind type groups and he decided to that this, you know, he got a good a formula that was working, working well, and he wanted to take it bigger. So he he wrote a 500-page manual on how to run one of these, and then started to franchise it. And then, you know, a number of years later, there's four and a half thousand networking groups um, around the world happening every every week, I think. Um, so so with you, you've you've um, taken that model, and I guess what I think is interesting is that the the pandemic enabled you to do some creative thinking it put a little bit of pressure on you to do that as well uh, and you've gone to to 35 outlets now internationally uh, and, and many people would have thought the pandemic was um it was a place to sit tight perhaps and not stretch themselves so what what um what what did what, what was it that suddenly pushed you over that edge
5: um i mean for me personally i, I got into this industry in uh, 2010 so I got into the industry at a time when I seen the industry growing, following the recession, the credit crunch, the big economic crisis in two thousand eight, nine, and ten, and I have seen how the industry grew. So, as a uh, kind of uh, as the leader of my business, I I could see which way the industry was gonna go. So, to go international, obviously we couldn't, we could hardly leave our houses here in the UK. It's complete lockdown, yeah. and we had uh, clinics opening in New Zealand, the other side of the world, right? I guess before the pandemic, if you want to do a deal with someone in New Zealand um, to open physical locations, you probably have to go there and you know at least sign a paper or shake a hand or something, you know, like to do the deal. But due to the pandemic, as the I was nobody's allowed in or out of New Zealand, and uh, I think it was pretty, it's pretty much the same in the UK. Mm-hmm. We managed to do it all over Zoom, and you know the clinics are ready now, and um, this is it. You know, this is. The barriers were kind of broken and um, we were able to able to adapt to the, the limits that we had and we, we were able to embrace them for 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 growing the business
1: fantastic well in in haroon's chapter he shares some of the the formula that he adopted to uh, to grow skin hq and, and and what for anybody who's been maybe listening to this and thinking you can't you know we're, we're limited by the likes of zoom um, think again, because actually um, i 've certainly found it a very effective methodology with my work, and some of my clients though oh we can 't do business we can 't do this i don 't like doing this i don 't like being online, but actually other people are out there like Haroon and making um, make moving their businesses forward quickly and sometimes even faster um, with this kind of technology so i 'm going to move over to um, to Carol now now Carol, your chapter was particularly about about selling, and for many people selling is quite a scary thing to do and i'm quite interested with your chapter because it's not a standard practical sale list of sales techniques you know why why have you chosen that to share about the importance of being aware of both the physical and the non-physical world as being a a secret ingredient for success in this uh, important field
2: well thank you chris Uh, that's a very important question you know um my question to the listeners uh, that I ask myself is, you know, what emotions are you feeling when you hear the dreadful word sales? And I always laugh at it. And I tell was telling my friends that people think, Oh Carl, you're such a good entrepreneur, you've made so much money, you're doing good in life, um, your business is flourishing. What what, what is happening, you know? Um, and then i am say, you know what? Funny enough, I had to come to this, I don't know if it's a epiphany or, or what you want to call it, but Realization but hey, whenever I need to make a sale, whenever I need to pick up the phone or go to a, a meeting to, to, to get um, clients on board, I mean I had all this, all these dreadful um, symptoms, emotional, negative feelings about sales because and then I realized, but girl, I actually hate sales, you know but <laughs> i 'm a business person i 'm an entrepreneur. how can I hate sales? you know and so I was really. Diving into this and researching, but but what is missing here? You know, so then I realized, okay, maybe it's because I don't know all the techniques, um, how to handle objections, you know, how to handle phone calls. So I was I enrolled in um Grant Cardone's sales university. I did my master's in sales certification there. I've got so many sales books on my shelf here. And still I was hating sales, and still some of the sales just don't want to come in. And I was like asking the universe what is it that I'm missing here you know because i'm I'm doing all these these strategies and these tactics that i'm that I'm learning, but still the sales aren't there and then I came across uh Zachary Dixon from australia on my. I just saw his this video on uh, he's a very dynamic person um on my social media on Facebook, and he was talking about this um link between the physical and the, and the, and the um, non-physical and the non-physical is actually what, they, what we're calling the metaphysical world and I was like wow okay he's got something here what do I have to lose to listen to this guy so I listened and I listened and video after video from him and recordings and he became kind of my um, online mentor and then when I dig into it I thought oh okay, here is something here that I have been missing. And this is this, this link between the, the physical and the metaphysical physical world. Now, if I talk about the meta, metaphysical world, we all know the physical world. Let's start with the physical world. The physical world is everything that we can see. It's everything that we can touch. It's um, everything we know that is energy and it's vibration. And science has proved that, That that vibrates at a very, very low frequency, that is static, that actually um, you can, it's not really static, but that's what you can touch, that you can can feel. But the other energy that you cannot see, that you cannot really feel as much unless you tap into it, that's the metaphysical. That's in in the universe there. The the metaphysical is all about our mindset. It's all about our energies. You know, it's who we truly are from, from the inside. And once you tap into this energy and know how it works, which I will share um, some tips, how you do this, um, then that's just where the magic happens. And that's when I realized and I started doing this and my sales has increased. So one company was, was over a million South African rand, which is about um, $68,000 in, in the red. And when I start applying this, and constantly applying this um, meditation and this positive affirmations, and calling this law of attraction in, and, and actually feeling—I know Branco also mentioned about the emotions, which is so important because that's the key act, the key to the metaphysical world is you need to feel it, you need to to embrace it, you know, you need to, to activate all your all your senses if you can when you meditate and when you when you apply this law of attraction, the metaphysical then it starts happening. And it doesn't happen over time, you know, and my sales increased by over 300% in this of my one product. And I was like, wow, this is like, really, I like this secret missing link. You know, this is like, man, I can, I can live with this. I can do with this, you know. And since I've experienced it myself, I'm very passionate about and teaching people about and telling people wherever I can about the secret missing link, you know. And what I found is, with my coaching clients that everybody is just like where I was as well most people that yes it's easy to 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 learn the strategies and the methodologies and the um the know-how of answering the phone and objections and all these kind of things but if you do not tap into your metaphysical who you really are your mindset because your mindset is absolutely everything everything starts with mindset because we also, I'm also going out from the viewpoint that as an entrepreneur, business owner, we are our business. And sometimes we can be our greatest asset in our business or sometimes we can be our greatest um, downfall in our business. Yep. And that stems yep. from that our mindset is not right, that we haven't tapped into this energy that the universe is giving to us. It's there. We just need to know how to tap into this and to practice that and then bring that to manifestation. Because I also believe that, God and the universe wants to have us all successful in giving us everything that we want and want want desire. And maybe that maybe, maybe this is the key that is missing in somebody's life.
1: Excellent. Thank you. Great. great. Okay. Well. um...
4: Hey Chris, I was going to ask you actually while we're here, because you are also a contributing author and we have really haven't had the opportunity to have a conversation with you as well. And, and for, for you guys that are listening in as well, what I love about Chris's chapter is what I love about Chris's chapter is, is he shows his vulnerability. And I think as a leader, if you show vulnerability, what you do is you bring out your true human authentic self. And I think that we really, you know, including myself, and including the listeners here, is that if we show vulnerability, we also um, we also, you know, understand the power of connection but i've got a question for you chris i suppose my question is is so the title of your book uh title of your chapter is called elevating your leadership for a better world what was the reason why you decided that 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 was the title of the chapter do you feel like elevating you know the the leadership the way leadership is right now it's not elevated what was what's your sort of take on that i'd love to know what your thoughts are
1: yeah, well, I've actually been working on this for this sort of concept for a couple of years or so before writing this with, uh, with, with a gentleman called Gene Early. Um, Gene I met in Kenya on a, on a leader's quest. Um, he's uh, an amazing guy and was initiated NLP, NLP introduced it to, to Europe. And uh, Gene and I have been working on, on, on this sort of concept because you know if we look at the world and where it is at the moment. We look at the state of the of the the planet and the environment and and how species have diminished, you know how how businesses have uh, have, have plundered and uh, you know taken and damaged re- resources, you know how um, you know the, our kind of uh, world cap- uh, has um, been about more and more and more and more and, more and you know, I get frustrated when I, I, I hear you know, doom and gloom because uh, you know, the, um, the sales numbers for some of the big supermarkets aren't as, haven't increased as, as much as um, uh, they would like them to. And I think what I, what I mean with this chapter is that we need to move towards a better world. And if we keep on doing as leaders what we've always done and maybe this has been about you know, manipulation, about utilising world's resort, about, about also generating as much cash for ourselves or, or for companies, then we're going always going to get the same results. And therefore, what we have to do, Adam, is we have to now, there's, you know, the paradigm shift, and the, pa- the pandemic's also helped with that too, and the, the realisation that there are some big, big issues and that we have to change, and that requires a higher level of leadership. Not a, not a, a leadership which is competing and battling and uh, threatening wars, and it needs people to come together like never before to solve the world's problems, and that needs a different way of thinking.
4: Love it, good answer there. Very cool, very good, very interested. And you know, and I, and uh, there's some there's some great tips that you put in in your chapter as well, and and I think it's very. In tune with how the world is right now, so yeah, and I, I think that you know, especially to some of the listeners and, and to people around the world, I think it's definitely worth tapping into uh, Chris's uh, Chris's uh, secret sources, if you like.
1: So, so, Adam, let's let's finish with you because um, you know this book, of course, is you know is a culmination of uh, uh, all these experts sharing their best thoughts, and you had a, a chapter at the end uh, which was. Which was really about, uh, you know, it was about, well, it was actually about a number of different areas, but it was also about kind of seeking help. Tell us what your your chapter, the purpose of it was, and what you were aiming to tackle and help people with.
4: Yeah, and it's a great question, first of all, and. You know, one thing that I've learned in the entrepreneurial business world is that it doesn't matter if you are the CEO of a six-figure company or you're the CEO of a billion-dollar company. The fact of the matter is, is at the top, it's lonely. And it amazes me, Chris, how so many leaders, <laughs> so many uh, so many leaders out there that don't tap into, um, you know, if they're stuck or whatever it is. Um, they reflect back on their life and they think to themselves, "I could have moved much faster than that if only I could have you know tapped into that person's knowledge or or resource or whatever it might be but from my perspective, you know um, I, th- I think it's so important you know being able to uh, put your own egos aside, Chris right and say Do you know what?" I'm not an area of expertise in this area. Maybe I need to tap into someone's resource and then maybe I can actually move forwards at a much faster pace, you know? So that was, um, and again, you know, I've got my own sort of personal stories, but that was sort of the reason why I decided to kind of come up with that. But you're absolutely right, Chris. I, I kind of really tapped into quite a few different areas in my chapter and stuff like that. And it was quite difficult to condense it down into 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 something quite small into bite-sized chunks but some of the things that are are very much in tune with the present day with me as a person so entrepreneurs and business owners we go through you know evolution right we evolve as human beings we become more subconsciously aware of our own strengths and weaknesses, we become more perceptually aware of our own strengths and weaknesses. Um, but more importantly, we become becoming more in tune with what's actually happening around the world. And so, one of the things that I, I feel um, was again, we talked about this at the beginning of the interview, which is one of the things that I wrote about was choosing purpose over profit my belief is so i didn't put this project together right to make money that that was not the goal okay my goal was to help add value and serve people to its highest level that is part of my personal values that's part of my integrity if i don't feel like i am serving to my purpose to my personal values then i'm incongruent then i'm going to wake up each day feeling insignificant I'm going to wake up each day feeling like I haven't contributed towards the world. And that, to me, doesn't make me feel good about myself, right? Who wants to wake up each day thinking, do you know what? I'm going to go out and just to make money. I can, I, you know, you've probably heard of the story, Chris, of the millionaire or the billionaire that, you know, works so hard on his business that does, you know, 18-hour days, has a family and then loses it all and then is you know is then left with this huge mansion with all these fancy cars with no life to share it with who wants Mm. that life no one wants that life do they chris um so you know so and i i've known those people and you know it's not a nice it's not a nice place you know um but yeah i mean you know tapping into sort of expertise um, such a such as Marshall Goldsmith, who has endorsed this book as well, who's also turned into a really good friend of mine as well. Um, Brank has mentioned um, uh, Chester Elton as well, who's a, a very good friend, who's a 5 times New York Times bestselling author as well. And one of the things that really fascinate me, Chris, is understanding culture, people, and tribes. What intertwines, what makes pe- people synchronise at a particular point whether it be in their business life or in their personal life, I believe that there is some sort of synchronicity there and how can you essentially tap into people's value see the see the thing is Chris like I recognize uh your strengths and your weaknesses and it's the same for most people I'm pretty good at reading people, but I also recognize people for their worth do you know what I mean like You know, I I can see that you're trying to help the world. Same with Brinker. same with Haroon, same with Perrault. You know, you're trying to do one thing. Why not get together, go hang out, have some fun, and take that message to a whole new level? And that was really, like, for me, the real representation of what the book really entails.
1: Fantastic. Right. That's that's great. Now, everybody, we've got a a quick fire round now because you've got about 30 seconds each. Um, so this is the question is, do you have a final message that you'd like to leave us with Branka?
3: Well, I'm very humble, very grateful to you, Chris, to Adam, to Voice America, to all listeners, and as a business consultant, and as a mentor, I'm in a business of breaking patterns. And by breaking pattern this time, I would just say there is no need for leaders and the followers. We should all walk hand in hand together. Thank you so much for having me here.
1: It's been an absolute pleasure. Thank you, Branka. Lovely to have you. Haroon, is he there? I'm going to go to, I'm going to, go to Carol then. Carol.
2: Yeah, well, thank you very much, uh, Chris. Yeah, um, my final message is do not fear the unknown. It is, it is in times, you know, when we boldly step into our unknown, in the case, step into our genius by connecting our physical and metaphysical worlds through our clarity, emotions and visualizations that we are able to experience the success that we desire and deserve.
5: Fantastic. I can see Haroon's now put his microphone back on. Thank you, Chris. Uh, thank you very much for having me on the show. Um, I think I'd just like to leave the listeners with uh, the message that I get across in my um, chapter, which is I found a way to create a community of partners to support and grow my business internationally in a really short time. And, um, and, and I'm sharing that through the chapter.
1: Fantastic, Haroon. It's brilliant. Lovely to talk to you today. And Adam?
4: Yeah, I think my final thoughts um, for today's show really is, um, you know, uh, tap into, you know, coaches, mentors, people that you can, you know, help you along the way, because, you know, it's a lonely world out there. Don't put your ego to one side and, and, and you know, you tap into this knowledge, but more importantly, read this book to see how it can help you more than anything else.
1: Fantastic, thank you, thank you, Adam. Uh, great work, and um, just yeah, final message from me. It's been wonderful talking to you all, and uh, hopefully, you've got the you know why we're so enthusiastic about this. The the fact we've uh, we've come together, we've collaborated on, uh, on on this, we've uh, become a tribe ourselves. Actually, in in the uh, way we've we've pulled this together. But the aim of this is to help everybody. It's to help um, the, the tide lift for all boats to lift. We're trying to. Um, following our purposes to make a bigger contribution to the world and and to help and if everybody does that everybody is purpose-driven and and they look at what they're doing and making sure that they are contributing to the solution and not the problem we're going to be in a much better place now if you want to um, get hold of the book um, it's available from you know all good book sellers you know places like amazon.com and in the uk book co.uk but check out your local booksellers, and um, for anybody who's quick and listens to this, uh, quick you might just get away with um, a very cheap uh, download on Kindle. Um, but do access the book. We love to hear from you, and again within the book you'll be able to connect with the authors if you want to. Now, next week's show we have Francois Lupien. Um, Francois is because of my love of things like you know transforming and improving the world. He's got some uh, written some work around the the lessons that Mother Nature. Uh, can teach us about life and about uh, about business uh, and uh, i think that's you know right now we need to be listening to mother nature a lot more so I'll be back again with you next week any questions or feedback feel free to send them to chris at chris dot um, chris at ChrisCooper.co.uk, and i'm happy to connect you with any of the um the, the guests on the show today if you want to want to do that so everybody uh, everybody just um play the game